Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Nakamura. I am so glad that you are joining in today. Man, what a great day it is. I hope that you're having a great morning. I hope that this episode is something that blesses you, that you look forward to. Um, The episode today is going to be talking about perfection and the seduction of it. I'm really excited about it. Uh, If you're tuning in for the first time, just welcome to the Future Is Now family. Uh, I'm so thankful that you guys are listening or watching, wherever that maybe Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, wherever it is. I'm so glad that you guys are tuning in. Um, I like doing this. I really like doing this uh, update for you guys because uh, I've just been updating you guys as we've been going. And a lot of you have known kind of the growth that this podcast has been on, which has been extraordinary. Uh, I thank God. I thank you guys um, being part of the community. And this week, okay, so when I started this, Uh, six months or eight months ago, back in January, um, I had a goal in mind. And when I really started like two months ago, I started doing consistent two episodes a week consistently. And I had a goal of I wanted a thousand downloads in one week by the new year. And I thought that was, you know, um, you know, at the time I was not anywhere near that. Uh, I was under a hundred every week. And I was like, man, by that, by December, I think I can, I think I can do it. And I think that we can do it. But guys, can I just tell you (laughs) these last month has been insanity with this podcast and how it's been growing. And we are four months ahead of schedule with the, uh, with the goal. I mean, this week alone, I think there's going to be 1500 downloads of this podcast. Can you believe that? That is insane to me. It is so wild. So thank you so much uh, just for listening, for being a part. It really means I I have no words. I just have thanksgiving um, to God, to all of you guys, this amazing family that we are growing here in this podcast of the future is now. If you haven't yet, Make sure that you leave an Apple podcast review, a written review. Um, There's going to be a link in the show notes. So literally just hit that link. It'll bring you um, to the place where you can scroll down and leave a written review on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. And also, I want to do devotionals. I want to do different uh, content material for you guys. And so also in the show notes, in the description, make sure that you join my mailing list. And so I'm going to be starting to send out things to your guys' email. So make sure you join that mailing list. Uh, But besides that, let's just jump into today's episode. I hope that it blesses you. So why don't you get your heads, your hearts, and your minds ready for today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Future Is Now podcast, where you can discover your calling, live with passion and purpose, and learn how to be the leader of the future. We all have a voice that people need to hear, and it's time to get the confidence to use our gifts to better the world. If you're here to grow in the things of God and develop a healthy mindset, you are in the right place. I'm so glad that you're here. So let's get excited about today's episode. All right, let's just jump into this. The seduction of perfection. Now, you guys might be thinking, wait, the seduction of perfection. Seduction usually is a bad thing, and perfection is usually a good thing, which honestly, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, you know, usually I'm talking right now, it's a negative context of seduction, okay? And it is the it is also the negative view of perfection. And so, you know, when we think about perfection, I think all of us understand what it is. Uh, all of us understand, you know, perfect without flaw, without error. Everything goes according to plan. Everything's right. And we have to be really careful as leaders, as followers of the Lord, how we view perfection and how we view our aim and our goal 
towards perfection, okay? Because our view should be very specific about how we see perfection in our lives in relationship to it. You know, Matthew 5, 48. Matthew 5, 48 says, You therefore, this is Jesus talking, who is perfect, okay? You therefore must be perfect. You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. So, you ever wrestle with, with Scripture? I wrestle with Scripture all the time. Sometimes I'll read something and I'll be like, wait, I don't know what that means. Or, huh, I feel like I know what it means, but I feel like there's no way that I am correct in what I'm thinking that it means. You know what I'm saying? So, this is an interesting verse because it says, you therefore must be perfect. That is interesting because perfection is impossible for us. We cannot be perfect. Okay, the only thing in this world that is perfect, in this universe that is perfect, is God. He's without fault. We, I mean, like, look at your own life. I'm not going to judge you, but let me judge me. I ain't perfect. I got flaws for days. I make mistakes every single day, so I'm not perfect. So we have to ask the question, what is Matthew 5.48 saying? And Matthew 5.48 isn't saying you have to be perfect, but it's you have to work and walk towards perfection. So perfection should be something as believers that we walk towards, but in, instead we make it an expectation and a goal of ours. And that is so dangerous as Christians. Perfection should be something that we aim towards every day, that we walk towards, but it should not be an expectation that we demand of ourselves because it's impossible. I don't know if I'm the first person to tell you this. I hope I'm not. But you are not perfect. I'm not perfect. Thanks a lot, Eve and Adam in the garden. Okay, because of them, we're not perfect. We're full of sin. We're full of hate and malice and, you know, insecurities. And we're so full of all these different things because we're not perfect. So Matthew 5.48 is saying, obviously Jesus knows that we're not perfect. And yet we ought to walk towards it. But the issue that a lot of believers have is we have this goal of perfection. We have this expectation that I need to be perfect. And what happens is when you live with an impossible goal, you will model and you will shift and you will contort yourself and your image and your identity in a way that hopefully I can make it towards this impossible goal. What do I, what do I mean by that? When we have an impossible goal of perfection that we're trying to chase after, we will project an image of ourselves onto other people because we feel the need to be perfect. And that's why we, you know, post the things on Instagram that we post. That's why, you know, we say the things that we say. We don't, we're not real about our struggle. We don't talk about the things that we're going through or dealing with because we, are, we think that we need to be perfect. And when we do that, we end up living a duplicitous life. We live a fake life because we're trying to project perfection to everybody around us. It's not healthy. And also, when we live within an impossible goal, we live every day with the realization that will never happen, we'll never reach the goal, and so we live defeated. We live insecure, we live in shame because all the time we're saying, man, I just need to be perfect and yet I can never reach that. So we live in defeat. We live defeated. Sometimes when... I think about living defeated. I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a place where in your life where you see somebody and they just have given up? You know, there's a struggle and they just give up. 
And you're like, man, how could you give up? But it's because the expectation that we put on ourselves sometimes weighs so heavy that we get defeated by it. And the one thing that the enemy would love to do in your life is he would love for you to put expectation on your life that God never called you to do. And when we put expectation on ourselves that we were never meant to bear, it, that means that it is a weight that we cannot handle. And eventually we, it will lead us into a place of defeat. So if we're, if we're not living fake, if we're not supposed to live defeated, how do we live? Well, we live in abundance. Living in abundance is this. I understand I'm not perfect. I understand that as I try and aim, walk towards perfection, I know that I'm not going to reach it because it's impossible for me to be perfect. However, in my mess, in my gunk, in my screw up, I worship a God that is perfect and whose grace is sufficient for my life. That is abundance. It's, hey, I will never be perfect, but I know who is perfect. I know that I got issues, but I know the one that's grace covers me and covers me every single day. That is living in abundance. So now that we've gotten this out of the way, okay, you walk towards perfection. You don't walk expecting perfection. Now that we have this, it's like, okay, cool, Spencer, great tips, but how, you know, how do we walk towards perfection without it letting, without letting it become an idol of an expectation in our lives? And in my opinion, you know, Hebrews 12, 2, I love Hebrews 12, 2, and it's, it's, it just says, fix your eyes on Jesus. Fixing our eyes as we live, as long as our eyes are fixed on Jesus, as long as he's our central focus, what we, what we're, um, staring at as we walk our navigation, our direction is towards Jesus, it will lead us into a place of progress. And as we strive towards perfection, we will see an increase and a significant progress that develops in our lives. And progress is what we should aim for, not perfection. That's living in abundance. And the more that you set goals that you can't accomplish, the more that you lose momentum, okay, and the more that you lose uh, motivation in your life. It's a psychological truth that the more that we tell ourselves that we're going to do something and fall short of it, the less motivation that we have going forward. And guess what? The less that we believe ourselves. And what do I mean by that? I, I mean, if you tell yourself that you're going to wake up in the morning at 5 a.m., and the alarm goes and you snooze through it and you, you know, you wake up at eight and you're like, ah, oh, man, I didn't wake up at five. I told myself I was going to wake up at five and I didn't. The more that you do that, soon you'll come to a place where you're like, where, where you tell yourself, I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. tomorrow. And literally in the subconscious of your mind, you know, it's not true. So you're, you are no longer able to speak authority over your life. It's, I mean, it's a crazy, it, this is a crazy concept, okay, of psychology. Of the more that we say we're going to do something and we don't go through with it, the less that we, our voice has authority over our own lives. It's a scary reality. And so when we have perfection as our goal, when we expect to be perfect, the more times that we fall short of that, when that is our expectation, the more that we have authority over our own lives and the more defeated that we will live in. It's, you know, I, I, I uh, commend everybody that 
does um, really strict diet dieting, you know, it's like good for you guys. I have kind of an issue with 75 hard. Uh, my issue is it is such an extreme that barely, I honestly can tell you, I do not know one person that has successfully done it. And I'm not ragging on it. Like I'm not ragging on the actual diet plan. I think if you can go 70, is it 70 hard or 75 hard? 75. I think it's 75. 75. 75. It is 75 hard. Or is it 70? Okay, whatever. Well, 70, I'm going to go with 75. I'm committed to it. If you can go 75 hard, it's like read 10 pages a day, work out twice a day, uh, follow a diet plan, eat a, ga- eat a gallon, drink a gallon of water. If you can do that for 75 days, like I commend you. That's amazing. But what happens is the more that we put expectations on ourselves and we don't follow through with it, the more that we are losing the authority that we have to be able to say what we do and do what we say. It makes us lose integrity. So my position is stop trying to aim towards unrealistic goals. I hate the saying, shoot for the moon, because even when you miss, you'll be in the stars. I just don't like it because, listen, if I'm aiming for the moon and I miss the moon, I'm going to be mad because I didn't get the moon. I'm not going to care that I'm in the stars. If I want the moon, I set an expectation. And if I don't get what I set my expectation on, it's going to leave me frustrated. It's this idea of if we have this huge lofty goal, it's unattainable, at least we make a little bit of progress. But psychologically, that is not true. It is not true because the more that we put expectations and goals that we can't accomplish, the more discouraged and the less motivated we're going to be. So instead of perfection, let's do progress. Now, what does progress mean? Let's let's revert, not dieting, but let's revert back to our life of faith, our life of discipline. That means, hey, you're not going, maybe like you're, you swear too much, you know? It's, I commend you if you're saying, man, for the next year, I'm not going to say one swear word. Okay, I, I honestly, I commend you for the motivation. I commend you for the optimism. But when you fail, you're going to feel super bad about yourself and you're going to, you know, ah, man, instead, why don't we just take progress and say, okay, today, today, God, I dedicate my words to you. I fix my eyes on you and I'm not going to swear today. Guess what? After that day, wow. If you accomplish that, you feel great. Your motivation hits a hits a high. Like you feel more driven. You have more vision for your life. You have more motivation and encouragement to be like, wow, I can do this. This is attainable. Then one day turns into two days. Two days turns into four days. Then all of a sudden it's a lifestyle. Same with reading your Bible. Let me tell you, if you are, there are so many people that I talk to that are like, I just can't read my Bible consistently. And it's like, okay, well, that's, here's how I'm going to solve it. I'm going to read the Bible, a whole Bible in a month. Like, dude, you maybe instead of trying to read the whole Bible in a month, you work on like reading it for two days straight. You know, be realistic with your expectations because guess what? Once you read those two days back to back, encouragement, motivation, right? Because then it's like, this is attainable. But what happens is we... And this is the, in the idea of perfection, we expect to be, all of a sudden we shift our gears to be like, I have to be perfect. And so when our, our goals are so out of this world, when we fall short, we're discouraged. So rather than build up, we're torn down. 
So eventually the way that we think about goals has to shift from super lofty goal, I get discouraged, to small goals that I build towards great disciplines. Okay, so that's how we live walking towards perfection without the expectation of perfection in our lives. Every Bible hero has character development. Every single Bible character, yes, they were they were messed up at times and God did call them when they weren't perfect, but they developed over time. And that's what God has for us is we fix our eyes on Jesus and we walk towards him and we build and we mature our faith walking towards perfection, not walking perfect. There's a difference, huge difference between walking towards perfection and walking perfect. So as we go throughout this week, make sure, are you living your life expecting yourself to be perfect or are you living your life aiming towards perfection and walking towards Jesus and walking towards that example because that's going to be the biggest difference here. So uh, I hope this encouraged you, man. And honestly, listen, this isn't even in my notes of the episode, but no, but none of us are perfect. Don't be discouraged. Everybody starts somewhere. You might be super discouraged because you're thinking, man, I haven't read my Bible. I'm really bad at that discipline. I don't pray, whatever. Just start small. Start as, start as small as you can. If it's getting up and reading one Bible verse and saying one prayer for 15 seconds, start there and build and grow from that. Although we're not perfect, we can continue to aim towards bigger goals, starting small. Everybody starts somewhere. I just, want, I just hope this is encouraging to you guys that, hey, perfection, it's not possible. But we, we serve a perfect God who is for us, who loves us, whose grace covers us. And because of that, his grace is sufficient for us. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, let me know. Hey, shout me out on Instagram. Follow me at Spencer Knock. If you post uh, uh, yourself listening or watching this episode, I might just throw a $5 coffee your way. I'll shout you out. Let's have a conversation. Let me know what you loved about the episode. Uh, let's have a conversation on Instagram and discuss points. Maybe you took away something that I didn't say or you have something to add. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, but as always, I love every single one of you so much. Um, I don't know all of your names, but I pray for you guys every single day as listeners and part of the Future Is Now family. So I hope that you have a great week. I'll see you on the next episode of The Future Is Now.